0: Hello and Lakeum. Awesome. Welcome to another episode of The Courtship Code brought to you by Black Muslim Single Society and hosted by me, Zara J. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 11, I believe. I believe we're on episode 11. So thank you to all those who tune in and listen, share. Uh, And send us feedback on the podcast. If you are listening on the Anchor app, make sure that you tap that favorite button, applaud the episode so that you are following and get notifications and updates on new episodes without having to wait for us to announce it. And if you are listening on our new YouTube channel, make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, give us some feedback on there as well. As always, you guys can share this content with your family and friends, help it, you know, help us to continue to grow, help, um, to share the information and benefit others around you. And that's how you show support for all this wonderful free content that we're trying to deliver to you by making sure that you are spreading the word and sharing it with others. Also, Uh, December 14th, the weekend of December 14th, December 15th, uh, we will be in Houston, Texas at the Time to Be Grateful Conference, excuse me, um, the Muslim Journal Conference. Make sure that you guys grab your tickets for that. Come down to that to participate in the single social. The uh, Time to Be Grateful Conference is a wonderful conference that goes on every single year. It brings Muslims from all over the country together. It might be a great opportunity for you to meet and network with others, and you know, we're always Talking about making sure that you are getting exposure, that you're taking action, being proactive, and putting yourself in places and situations to meet other Muslims. So, if you are in the Texas area, or if you even have the uh, convenience of being able to fly to Texas the weekend of December 15th, it is not too late to make your travel arrangements, to grab your friends, grab your family, come down to Houston, Texas, wonderful Houston, Texas, and join us for that conference. Now, this week on The Courtship Code, we're going to be talking about battling feelings of unworthiness, battling feelings of unworthiness. Um, I'm going to dive more into the reason why uh, this topic came up. But what's interesting is uh, prior to doing this podcast, I had a conversation with someone and they said you know they didn't believe um, this was a man um who said that he didn't believe that men are impacted by the feeling of unworthiness and a lot of times that men indeed marry women or court women that they're not worthy of. And so he didn't believe that this was a feeling or a sensation that impacted men. And the reality is that this impacts men and women. We've even had um, on our Instagram page, Black Muslim Single Society, if you're not following, make sure that you're following the Instagram page. But we've had uh, men, you know, DM or sometimes in our Instagram stories, we'll put up, you know, ask us a question. And we've had men make comments like, you know, Uh, that they didn't feel worthy of being with a Muslim woman, particularly that particular issue has come up several times, that they don't feel worthy of being with a Muslim woman because of maybe some past actions, maybe some things that they um, are or aren't doing when it comes to their religious practice. But various reasons, you know, someone can feel that way. But that feeling of feeling unworthy of love or unworthy of uh, a relationship or marriage or even just a particular person impacts both sexes. is not limited to just women. It's definitely something that impacts men too. You know, I've seen it through clients and I've seen it also in my life as well. Um, men feeling unworthy of love and how that manifests and what that looks like. So we're going to talk more about what that looks like, how that shows up so you can recognize signs of it either in yourself or with someone else. And we're also going to dive in what you can do to turn that around. So let's get into it. But guys, as always, make sure that if you want to enroll your profile, we're always looking, we're looking for a lot of matches right now. We're looking for a lot of matches for our clients, for our premium clients. So if you want to uh, keep your information afloat in, in our network and in our system, make sure that you uh, go to blackmuslimsinglesociety.com to enroll Your profile in the basic profile listing or in a premium matchmaking membership. But we are seeking a lot of matches from all over the country, both men and women. And it's all about compatibility. And I think next week might have to dive into more of the matchmaking process. So you guys understand that and do a podcast just on that. But like I said, go to blackmuslimsinglesociety.com. Put your information Um, in through by enrolling in the basic profile listing. It's just a one-time flat fee of $39. Very, very affordable. And we keep your information on file for two years. And our uh, database is our number one resource for seeking matches. So make sure that we have your information, do your 30 minute interview, submit your pictures. It's a very easy, very fluid process. Um, And we make it very easy for you to participate in black muslim single society so if you have any questions feel free to go to the website browse around go to the men's page or the women's page or you can dm us email us for any information so all that aside now let's get into the topic feeling unworthy in relationships Now, I am not a big TV watcher. Matter of fact, to be 100% honest with you, I don't even own a TV. I haven't owned a TV in years. I am not a big TV fan. I don't like TVs in a home, but that's a whole other topic. So, um, every now and then, though, I do like to watch my reality TV. There's always about one or two shows that are in rotation that I will find an outlet online to catch. And I'll be kind of tuned in. And of course, any show that I watch, particularly reality television shows, are usually relationship-based. I, I love them. I'm obsessed with any short sort of uh, relationship reality TV show because I love seeing the dynamics. It's great to um, be able to see some of the information applied or where it shows up in, in lives as far as matchmaking and understanding how to relate this to other people. So shows like To Roam for Love, 90 Day Fiance, Married at First Sight, um, and even it's show that I'm about to talk about in a second are, um, shows that I'm major fans of. I love watching them. I love seeing people go through transformations when it comes to marriage or relationships. It's they're, they're just great to me. So, um, I had the pleasure in the last week or over the last couple of days, of catching the show uh Chad loves Michelle now first I listened to the breakfast club interview which was really great great breakfast club interview so if you do like to listen to the breakfast club or you just like celebrity interviews the one with uh Chad and Michelle Williams Chad I don't know his last name but um him and Michelle uh, from Destiny's Child Um, their, their interview was really great, but the, their show Chad loves Michelle, um, takes you on a journey. It goes through the, the, the premarital counseling and the, um, experience that they're having leading up to marriage. Now they haven't gotten married yet. They are engaged and they haven't, I think they've been dating for about a year, Um, So they were dating for about a year. He's a pastor, a very popular pastor. He works with a lot of celebrities. And she, of course, was a member of Destiny's Child. So... She's been out of the light for a little bit, but she's still very popular. Everyone knows Michelle's face and her voice. Um, And so it takes you on the journey of that. Plus, they're in an interracial relationship. So it's a lot of different layers. And that's what makes the show really interesting. Um, And it it also includes a lot of issues surrounding mental health. So um, it's a great show. It's on the OWN Network, Um, Oprah's... April. Oprah's channel. (laughs) So if you have an opportunity to catch that, I watch it online. I will find a resource online to watch me some shows because I do not watch watch it on television. But if there's something I really watch, like I said, I will find it and tune into it. And I'll usually be all in. So, um, I had the pleasure, like I said, of watching, um, I think it was the first episode. I'm not sure it's the first, I believe it was the first episode, but originally on the breakfast club interview was where this was mentioned, which really caught my eye and or caught my ear, I guess you could say, um, where Michelle She's battled with um, some m- mental health or emotional health issues pertaining to like depression and everything, which, you know, that topic can be kind of taboo. So I'm really proud of her for speaking out against it. And Charlamagne on The Breakfast Club, he speaks out against mental health issues all the time and or speaks up for it, um, you know, to, to make it more public and to make the topic less taboo. But Michelle, who says she's been battling with depression since she was a young girl, um, and, you know, that feel in different feelings and emotions around different things that she's experienced in life, different ups and downs in life. And, um, you know, learning to unlearn certain behaviors or figure out how to regulate certain things when it comes to that. Now, I'm not saying that anyone who has these feelings of unworthiness automatically qualifies as having mental health issues or depression. But these are certainly feelings that can creep in, um, that can be associated with insecurities and other things in life that you might be struggling with behind closed doors and you might not really share with others. But Michelle mentioned um, on the Breakfast Club, and in her, the first episode, that you know, she didn't understand why she had met this wonderful man, everything was going good. He proposed to her, you know, life was just like everything was coming into play, and she just fell into a major depression. And it's just like, why, out of all the times, You know, this, everything's going good. Now I have what everyone wants, what every woman would want. And he's a great guy, wonderful guy, attractive guy, great personality. He clearly really loves her. Um, You know, why now do I feel depressed? And she just felt depressed. She shut down. She was feeling unworthy of love. She felt like, here's this great guy who, he really loves me. He really adores me. He's a pastor. He's been celibate for years. You know, she felt unworthy of such a quality man. And I was like, wow, you know, that's such a great topic to talk about on the courtship code, because I've had people, both men and women come to me, um, about feeling unworthy of a relationship or marriage or a person or love even. And, um, and like I said, I've also experienced in my personal life. So I've seen it up close and I've seen it from clients from afar. So um, this feeling of unworthy is something that it happens. So if you if you can relate to that, you know, if you know what that feels like, maybe, you know, you've gotten to know somebody and when you get close to them, you start getting a little anxious. Um, if, if you can relate to that feeling, then this is a great podcast for you or for you to share with someone that, you know, might um, go through that experience, because it certainly can can be a dark place. And an anxious place, and it's, it's something that's hard to understand because it's not really talked about very much. You know, growing up, no one really prepares us for relationships. No one really teaches us how to be in relationships. But we take on so much negativity when it comes to relationships that we don't have the tools and the resources to unpack certain things that we go through, or certain things that we experience, or that we think about. So I'm going to sh- first, I'm going to share with you um, what that feeling of unworthiness may look like and manifest and then i'm going to break down to you um ways that you can combat it right so like i said with with chad loves michelle right so she's talking about how you know she started feeling really depressed and she started feeling really unworthy of his love so she started sabotaging it right causing conflict breaking up with him every week like they were going through a lot of ups and downs until she finally decided to get some help Um, seek out some type of um, therapy. She checked herself into a hospital actually just for a couple of days to kind of give herself some space and get her mind right. But um, this is something that it might show up. It just might show up. You know, if you haven't been in a relationship in a while or you've battled with a lot of negativity in relationships, um, you know, maybe you have some trust issues and other things, these thoughts of feeling unworthy may show up, right? So, let's talk about it really quickly. Um, Feeling unworthy, it is a major sabotaging um, trait, right? This is something that usually causes you to push people away. You'll start doing things to push people away that you know will cause them to back up. Even though that may not be what you really desire, you start working against yourself, right? So, it can show up in ways like uh, like finding intentional distractions, right? Like you know that by overthrowing yourself in your work, right, you're purposely putting all your effort and energy into work. You're purposefully putting all your effort and energy into your children more than you usually do, right? You're you're finding reasons not to make time for the person or not to make time for the things that you say you want, right? This is a form of sabotaging. You know that by doing this, it's going to push the other person away. It's going to make the other person feel like you don't have time for them. And even though you can find pockets of time, even though you can find ways to uh, show up more in that courtship or your marriage or whatever you start finding ways to block it out to make that person feel unimportant to make that person feel like you don't have time because in that by doing that you're pushing them away you don't feel worthy of love anyway you don't feel worthy of the relationship subconsciously so you start doing things to to kind of make excuses not to be a part of it anymore right so that's one way that it may find show up right so if you can think about any way that you or maybe someone that you're courting or married to is finding intentional distractions intentional ways to be busy right that's the way of sabotaging a relationship it's not that they necessarily don't have duties and obligations but they're really thrusting themselves in it even more making excuses to always be busy or always do things so that they don't have to fully commit and give themselves to you because deep down inside they might not feel worthy of you they might know that the pressure or the commitment that they're up for um is is a challenge for them that they might feel scared to fail at so they start doing things to sabotage it right Um, it might be also something like causing conflict right they're intentionally causing conflict intentionally just overly criticizing being really critical of the other person right Doing this knowing that it's going to push you away, no, or you're doing it knowing that you're going to push the other person away. When, you, when you're done with the arguments, you don't even know why you brought it up. You don't even know why you caused the conflict or said the nasty things that you said, but you're doing things almost in a way to test if they're going to stick around or if they're going to be loyal to you, right? So that might be a way that you're sabotaging a relationship. Um, it can also show up in cheating, right? Right. Um, Maybe if you're in a marriage and as soon as you get comfortable in a relationship or things are going too good, right? You start doing things to sabotage it, start talking to other men or talking to other women. Maybe while you're courting someone and things are going good, um, all of a sudden you just start talking to someone else. You start having a wandering eye, not because you don't desire the person, but because it's like you have to create some type of safety net. You have to do something just in case. You know this person leaves you that you're prepared you're prepared so that you won't get left right so these are ways that usually when you're feeling unworthy that you start doing things except because someone who's fully confident who they feel capable of being loved they feel capable of giving love they're not gonna wanna do anything to to mess it up. They're gonna fully be able to enjoy it. But when you feel unworthy of love or marriage or relationship or whatever, you're going to find ways to throw that off, right? Someone who feels unworthy of love, right? What they're going to do is they're going to also focus on rejection, right? Everything that they do is going to be surrounded by rejection. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean going to pick people that they know will reject them right so they're constantly seeking attention from people that they feel pretty confident will reject them and that's not necessarily having to do with the looks it could be reject them because of various factors it could be status it could be um you know emotional unavailability right you know that this person is not emotionally available for you but you keep going after them or you or you want to pursue them or you want to court them be with them whatever knowing that they're unable to fulfill you emotionally. They're not gonna open up to you, but you're chasing them anyway right so you know that they're you're going to be rejected by them you know that you're not going to get what you need by them but you decide to go after them anyway sometimes this shows up in people who are um, complacent with being side chicks right or side dudes right or mistresses whatever that like they know that they can't fully get what they want but they don't really feel worthy of being in first place anyway so they, they just settle for that. Um, this might show up in abandoning or betraying someone, right? Now I've seen this a lot with uh matchmaking or with dealing with singles in a Muslim community. Sometimes people will court someone and all of a sudden just abandon them, just out of the blue, decide, you know, they're no longer interested, um or ghosting, right? Or um all of a sudden they do something to betray that person. Um for no reason, just out of the blue, just randomly, because something in their mind clicks where they don't really feel, feel worthy of marriage yet, or they don't really feel capable or like they feel like this person can't possibly really want me. Right. That's another feeling with um, feeling unworthy is feeling like there's no way this person can really want me. There's no way this person can really want to marry me. There's no way this person, you know, I'm good enough for this person or whatever it is. So when you start to have those feelings, you start to do things like betraying people or abandoning people just to get out of the situation because you don't feel worthy of it anyway. And if that person rejects you or that person walks away from you, then it kind of gives you that space to be like, see, I knew it. I knew this wasn't going to work. I knew they didn't really want me. I knew, I knew that this wasn't going to lead to marriage, right? But you you know, deep down inside, that you did things to sabotage it, right? Sometimes it shows up in you rejecting someone before they can reject you. So you make sure that before this person can hurt me, I'm going to hurt them. And before they can leave me, I'm going to leave them, right? Instead of just riding the wave, instead of just showing up in a moment, instead of just enjoying whatever it is that that relationship has to offer, right? Right? And it also shows up in looking for reasons to reject. Now, I've seen this, especially with men, particularly with men. I have seen this where they're getting to know someone. They might like the girl, right? They might like the woman. And all of a sudden, they start picking her apart. They start being overly critical. They start looking for reasons not to be with her. They start making up. Um, things or or evidences that they already knew existed. Like, let's say they were talking to a woman and they're like, you know, I don't think that I should marry her because she has a child. Well, you knew she had a child when you met her. Or, you know, I don't think I should marry her because, um, you know, she's not, I don't know, Sufi or something. Well, you knew that when you met her. So why are you using that as an excuse now? You know, you see that usually when people they don't feel worthy they feel like they're not fully um they're they're not fully grateful and and they're not able to fully receive that that end of the relationship so they start looking for reasons to get out of it because they don't really feel fully fully ready to be loved they don't feel fully worth or worthy of love you know so this is how this shows up and what it looks like. So if that is you, or if you know someone who does that, maybe you're experiencing that in your relationship or marriage right now, you know, um, you're know, you going to want to figure out how to turn that around. Now, if you are on the receiving end where you are receiving someone else's sabotaging it's going to be kind of hard for you to put into their ear on what's going on some may be open to hearing and changing that behavior and others they're just going to deny it and not fully understand the picture but sometimes you just have to sit them down and be like i think that you're sabotaging this relationship i think that things are going good and you're sabotaging things and you're looking for ways to get out of it and if they're willing to hear you out and try to process that information then that's great If they're not, then it's probably gonna fall off. Just to be honest with you, it's probably gonna start heading south because in their mind, they have to do something to, to be rejected. They have to go towards that feeling of rejection. So what are some ways that you can turn this around? Well, the first thing I would say is get some professional help, right? Get some professional help go speak to a counselor, go get a relationship coach, or um, even just read a book, read some books on relationships. Um, There are books on relationships sabotaging or other things around understanding the emotions and feelings that go on with, with relationships. I cannot tell you how much time. You should invest in reading about relationships, reading about marriage, learning about, you know, watching videos. If you're listening to this this podcast, hey, this is a step right here, but there is nothing wrong with taking classes, seminars, reading books, getting coaches, speaking to therapists, whatever it is, because anything that you want to be good at in life, you have to learn. You have to constantly learn new skills and new ways to take it on, right? You're not going to get a job and, you know, you're going to, get whatever skills you have in the very beginning and never improve but expect to get a raise, right? So like I said in the beginning, we're not given the tools often on how to navigate relationships. So relationships are such an important part of life that you have to invest time to get good at it. You have to keep getting back on the horse to get good at it too. You're not gonna get good by staying out of the game. You gotta keep practicing, gotta keep implementing, but take that time to get some help. And whatever way that help shows up for you, Get the help so that you can get the information and learn how to deal with sabotaging relationships or feeling unworthy. Get down, deep down and dirty to figure out why you feel that way. Number two is letting go of the past and beliefs that you have and that were placed upon you. Right. So you got to deal with your past. Whatever happened. In your past whatever was said to you whatever belief was put upon you that made you start feeling unworthy you got to deal with that now that's usually in in uh, matchmaking coaching what we discuss as being the twos or the limited beliefs right like i'm too tall i'm too fat i have too many children i'm too old i'm too young um you know I'm too opinionated. I'm too quiet. Whatever it is that someone said to you at some point in life, and you embody that and took that on as a signifying reason as why you can't be loved, right? You can't be loved because you're too independent. You're too... Uh, Dependent, whatever it is, right? People put their limiting beliefs upon you, put their limitations on you, and then you internalize them and take them on and you start making agreements with those limiting beliefs as to why you are unworthy of love. So you got to break those agreements. You got to get down to the bottom, to the root of them, and you got to decide to no longer agree With those things. You can't accept those limiting beliefs and also want to have love and give love at the same time. The next thing is that you want to be able to create healthy habits and healthy mindset around self-love. Now, for you, that might look like affirmations, meditation, might be taking good care of your physical body or your health. Maybe it's taking new care of your physical appearance, how you're investing in your clothing or whatever it is that you're doing to give yourself more love. The more love that you give to yourself, the better that you feel. I'm always preaching, preaching, preaching about meditation because learning how to control your thoughts Learning how to shut down negativity before it fully creeps up and takes over your mind is such a powerful and useful tool. So if you need any information on meditation, feel free to email us at contactblackmuslimsinglesociety.com or just through the website or the Instagram page and uh, I'll try to get some resources over to you. But meditation is an excellent tool and resource to teach you how to control your thoughts and shut down negativity so that you're not consumed by those negative thoughts or those negative feelings. creating healthy habits and healthy routine. The the more you take care of yourself, the better you feel about yourself, and then the less you question your worth. Usually when you're questioning things because you're not doing the things that you need to do to feel good about yourself, you know? So make sure that you're taking good care of yourself, investing in yourself first, and then you'll feel like, of course someone else wants to be a part of my life because I have my stuff together, I'm looking good, I'm feeling good, and of course they wanna be a part of my story, right? And the last thing I want to share with you is just learn to live in the moment, learn to give love and to receive love. Sometimes you have to learn to just be still, learn how to just be still, even at times of doubt and regret. When someone is speaking kindly about you, someone is saying that they want to be with you, that they think that you're great. They think that you're this, that you're that. You just have to learn to just be still and just embrace it and just say thank you just say thank you. Just show gratitude and say thank you, whether you believe it or not, whether you can fully accept it or not, just say thank you, right? Giving gratitude is such a powerful, powerful tool. And the more gratitude you give, the more blessings come your way. But just saying thank you and embracing that moment and allowing yourself to receive it, eventually, it'll be grounded into you. Eventually you will learn to accept and believe that this person is being authentic, that the marriage, the relationship, whatever it is, is authentic and that you are deserving of it. So that is it for this week's episode of the courtship Code. I hope that you enjoyed it and you got some good information. Again, make sure that you go to our website or the Muslim Journal website to purchase your tickets for the Houston uh, single social at the time to be grateful conference enroll your profile or book a consultation for premium matchmaking at blackmuslimsinglesociety.com and as always make sure that you hit that star on anchor subscribe um and like or comment on YouTube and send us some good feedback on Instagram follow us on Instagram at black muslim single society and hope to catch you guys next week inshallah you have a wonderful wonderful week and enjoy I sound like them Thank you.